pitch, pace, pause, all these effective tools that we can use to really utilize your voice to create impact, to create influence, bottom line, to get that sale, to close the deal. That is what we have to think about as entrepreneurs. What do you need to say and how do you need to say it to get that person interested? Hello, and thank you for joining the Made to Inspire podcast. This is the podcast for dreamers, entrepreneurs, and business owners who want to go to that next level in your life with Kimberly Smith Austin and Misty Kerrigan. Each week, we will bring you tips, tools, and tactics that will inspire you to take action. Hey, 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 it's Kimberly Smith Austin here. I don't want to welcome you back to another episode of the Made to Inspire podcast. I am here today with my awesome and amazing co-host, Misty Kerrigan. Hey, Misty. Hey, Kimberly. How is California? Well, it has finally cooled down. We had rain yesterday and it brought the hundreds down to the 70s and 80s. Now it's back up to the 90s today but it's overcast in the sky and it's really a beautiful day. Well, I'm out here in sunny Arizona at an amazing conference I just attended. And at six in the morning, it was hot as heck. That <laughs> uh, yes. reminds me why, what I don't miss about Arizona. <laughs> uh -huh. Yes, truly understand that. So Missy, why are we here today? We are here today because we are kind of taking where we did last week. We started the controversial talk of quiet quitting. And is it a good thing or a bad thing? Does it have ramifications? What does one do? And we kind of decided that um, it was a bad thing that had ramifications if you are not giving all that you can give after you made a commitment. So we came about it is if it's that horrible, what are you going to do to take accountability and do something about it? And that ties into shameless plug coming um, our book millions of possibilities, meaning you can work a day job and not like it, but still not give up on yourself and work your hundred percent while on the side, creating something with an idea or passion so that you could move over and align your actions and your dreams and the things that are coming back into you without just showing up daily at a day job and half-assing it. I love it. That's a lot. And, you know, I hope last week's show brought lots of value to you, where, regardless of what season or station you are in your life, the employee, the entrepreneur, the emergent leader, or maybe you're an executive. And that content that we shared, we hope that it made an impact. This week, we're coming back to talk a little bit about the power of the voice, because we realize that in quiet quitting or whatever stage you're in, the voice this thing that we use every day or don't use has a tremendous opportunity and ability to change the world. Mm. Do you know that you can influence, you can impact and change the world with your voice? And so today we're going to talk about that and help you gather some tools and really think about how do I use my voice in this life time today? I love that. And we came off of last week where we got to go hang out in Huntington Beach, right on the ocean in a beautiful hotel, because you were out there speaking. And um, when I know you speak, I usually think of a, what, 
hundreds of women getting excited and men and or it's about running or fitness or it's two audience that are like yeah I want to change the world and my life and let's do all this and you said hey I'm gonna pick you up because I'm speaking come support let's go and I said yeah and I said who are you speaking in front of and I was all excited like usual and you said credit card swipe companies Wait, I'm, <laughs> what I'm sorry what Oh, it's yeah. a huge convention. We're talking like it was like thousands of people there. And it was a credit card swipe companies and salespeople and like engineers and computer programmers, introverts and quiet people who just want to be alone and work on their computer. And I was all, and there you're coming. <laughs> yes, yes. And you know, the truth be told, it was probably about 95% salespeople which was interesting in the electronic transfer industry or transaction industry. And when you think about what they do, you know, as I sat on that stage speaking to them, it boiled down to they're selling. The truth is we're all selling, whether we're selling a product or service or ourselves, we're all selling. And so when we're in this position or this situation, we then have to decide how do we want to be heard? That was my opening question for all of them. How do you want to be heard? Because how you want to be heard would determine how your voice plays out, how you present yourself to that atmosphere, to the organizations, to the entities, the individuals that stand before you. And so thinking about that, I crafted my message, my talk, my speech, my workshop around that very thing. Mm. And you did. Um, as we got there and it was, it was definitely, uh, I was like, we think about two to 300 people in a room and we had like the, the desks in the water and they were like ready and you, uh, <clears throat> please help us welcome Kimberly. And I was like, yay. And all of a sudden you're like, bam. And the audience was like, boom. <laughs> and right away, what I appreciated about it was you gave them a follow this entire thing and watch how I do it. I am loud. I am, I am boisterous. I am this, and not everyone's going to like it but it's my truth, my voice. And in fact, you said, right, does not everyone like it? And some lady in the third row raised her hand. Now she was like, you're too loud. Yes, and I loved it. That was my favorite part because here's the truth. We all have a voice. That does not mean that everyone will love and appreciate our voice. But when you are truly authentic to yourself, to your purpose, to your passion, you're gonna walk in it with or without hands applause, without cheers, without positive comments because you know you've been created with a mission and that's exactly who I am and what I believe. And so when I stood there, I could say that with ease. I commended her at the end of the workshop. I even took pictures with her, hugged her and told her how much I loved her presenting her truth and saying, you're too loud for me. Well, at the end of the workshop, she stalked you and laughed and was with you for a long time and wanted you to come train her people. That was the funny part. We're gonna get into the three steps that you utilized, but I want you went from when you first started and they were kind of like, what's this about? And the funny part, you, you crafted it for an audience of women because you were told it was a specific women's group within the organization that you were gonna to train to. But right. and I'm gonna say like, by the time you got up to speak, it was 50-50. There was probably even a little more men there than women. And Absolutely. you had already crafted your voice to kind of meet that audience. So in the midst of it, though, you expanded your voice so that you could include all the audience in there and even have them within the first 30 minutes 
loudly participating with one another and you through your tool of the voice. And I'm gonna to toss it back to you in a second, but I want people to understand that one of the ways you connected was giving them the different areas of your life you had to use your voice. You were a cheerleader, you were a dancer, you were um, in the services, you were a um, black belt, yeah. you're a mom, you're a, and just the different realms of where your voice has power and the tools you use in each of those realms to utilize what was best for the others in those realms, not just the roles you were playing, but what was needed from the audiences or audio, the person from you. Yeah, that's good. And you know, I thought it was important to bring that to light because we all hold different roles in our lives. And when we recognize those roles and think about how our voice plays out, the key thing that I wanted you to realize and the audience to realize that your voice matters and the conversation and the way you use your voice will vary depending on whom you're talking to. If you're talking to your five-year-old daughter or granddaughter versus talking to an executive in an organization or talking to an executive trying to get their business, your voice your, may change. And in this workshop, I talk about pitch, pace, pause, all these effective tools that we can use to really utilize your voice to create impact, to create influence, bottom line, to get that sale to close the deal. That is what we have to think about as entrepreneurs. What do you need to say and how do you need to say it to get that person interested? And Misty, if you recall, I talked a lot about being interested and not interesting, which means you are not the most important person in the room. Although you're selling a product and service, you're not there to sell you. You're there to listen and understand the need of the person you're standing or sitting across from. So then you can reposition yourself, your product and service to them based on what they've shared. And if you were able to, I know this is a little, this is a smaller audience than the ones, the ones that you're in front of all the time. The thing is, is having that, it felt like not 200 people, but a one-on-one -on -one conversation with you in the audience. So you weren't even on stage to be interested or entertain. I mean, you captivated and kept their attention, but your voice led them through a conversation with you and them, but more importantly with them. And they're having their own individual conversations. And how do I know this? That audience was men and women, professional supervisors, business owners, employees from the ages of, I kid you not, 18 to 80. Mm -hmm. And when we were done, I had an 80 year old approach you and want you to speak to as many women as she can get you in front of. And then we had an 18 year old boy stalk you and kept wanting to hug you and shake your hand because you got him, you inspired him so much from what you were saying. He was even like, are you training again today? When we're like, we're leaving tonight. He was so sad, but they were equally as moved. And I want to take that back to the key. If you're the business owner or the employee is that they were, they moved themselves. It, it was, you were guiding them, but between an 18 year old man and an 80 year old woman, that process was them doing what they were doing because you led that with the voice that you led it with. And I think that we kind of forget that sometimes because we focus so much on ourselves and not the other person or the interaction. And that I was the other Yeah. And, and you know, honestly, Misty, that was my goal. I wanted to be the catalyst 
you know, we're, I'm the vessel there to help them think about how to utilize their voice. And if you notice, this was a very unique interaction because typically when I'm standing on the stage, although I do ask for audience engagement, I engage them in the different way because I believe that it's one thing to tell me, it's another thing to show me. But when I get you in practice and you're actually doing the activity, then that's when you remember it. That's when it sticks. That's when it matters. And then hopefully you go off and utilize it in your life. And that's what we did in this workshop. And I think about my entrepreneurs, my executives, and the you know emerging leader. They all sat in that room. And I think so often we're in positions in our lives when we, we don't recognize that our voice is power. The pause that I just gave you was power because it caused you time or gave you time to really reflect. The inflictions and the inflections in my voice gives me up and down. It gives you time to go, wait a minute. She's taking me on a roller coaster, on a journey. And so as you're building your businesses, as you're in the organization, think about how do you want to be heard? And when you think about how you want to be heard, utilize these tools, tactics, tactics, techniques, to help you. And I, I think I may drop a, a resource for them to just really reflect on some of the tools that we use in this workshop, because your voice does matter. Mm. And the, your voice is a voice of influence with anyone in your life. And sometimes we forget some of those might be your kids. Yes. Uh, the role as a parent that your voice needs to matter and flip that their voice needs to matter. And I think when you're using the different components of your voice to have a conversation, that it doesn't matter if it's 200 people or one-on-one, -on -one, that there was some key elements that you utilized and that we're going to teach that helps set you up to have those conversations. Well, you know, I had so many conversations throughout that interaction. And when you think about it, you know, our training was probably 45 minutes, but here's the truth it extended well beyond that because of the engagement, because of the questions, the interaction. So when you think back to some of the things that I was hoping to accomplish there, really getting people to recognize your voice matters. And it starts with a commitment, mm. right? It starts with a commitment. So I want you to think about three things you can do to really drive your action and really look at how the voice matters. Commitment, commitment to the cause, the purpose, and whomever you're sitting with right? There's something you're trying to communicate, whether it's a sale, whether it's helping people understand something, believe. I believe education is critical. I was talking to a lady in the audience and I said, you know, as a sales professional, my tactic, my approach when I was in sales, I'm still in it, but in a sales focused career was education. Because I believe the more information I can provide you, the better off you are to make a solid and sound decision for yourself and your organization and your family. So that commitment to the cause is really important. What am I committed to and why am I committed to it? That was the first thing that I really wanted to have the audience think about. And I have you entrepreneurs, executives, emerging leaders, think about what are you committed to? Why does your voice matter? And when you're standing before that audience, commit to that cause and make it very clear and concise when you're interacting with the people you're talking to. Which was funny because you just said <clears throat> one of your main commitments is definitely education. So when you came and you were educating them on why these things were important before they were practicing it, 
and then giving them the why and the how, there was an actual lady in there in the middle of it who stood up and said, I'm a professional voice coach and everything you're training is spot on. And I've never seen that before outside of the realm of when she was voice coaching, but you gave them the mechanics from an educational standpoint that even someone in the audience that lives in that realm, realm is my new favorite word today. Don't know why. Um, <laughs> saying it like a thousand times, but who literally lives and breathes in that realm was about, she was like, mm-hmm, you said it correctly. Like she was like, yes, everything you said is true, which was funny because you, you took the time to educate yourself so you could educate them on it. That's how committed you are to that. Yeah. And I mean, again, I believe in that. That is my philosophy. Having used my voice as a singer, as a martial artist, as a, you know, military veteran, all these different things, I had to learn how to use my voice, my diaphragm. And so when she said that, let me tell you, it brought a big smile to my face. I love that validation. Even though I don't feel like I need it, boy, it brought a whole bunch of joy to my heart to hear her and she made it public. So people are like, oh, wow. So she's really speaking the truth here. So that was exciting. That was really exciting. So the second thing I want you to think about with your voice, number one, being committed. Number two is connecting to the people that you're talking to. If you heard me say earlier, regardless if it's a five-year-old, a 50-year-old or a hundred-year-old, whatever it is, an executive, it maybe it's someone just passing you by. I believe that when we have built a connection, a real genuine connection, our voice will have the impact and the ability to influence that person to do something in their life. A lot of times we're trying to incite people to do something, to change something, to move something. And that's exactly what will happen when we bring or make that connection. And I think that's why they were so influenced and moved by you at any level in there or age or whatever their realm was, was because you connected to them on a level, what you were asked to do in the sense of, please come speak and give them the mechanics of their voice. A lot of them on the phone and the sales or as leaders, you're talking to um, team members that you're trying to influence to, to do the things. And you really took that time to connect to the specific mechanics of things. And I, I know that was no, you were living in the both realms as you were in your businesses. The funny part was you broke it down in their language. You gave them steps. You had them practice the steps. This is step one. This is step two. This is step three. Go ahead and now do that. Now practice it. Now come back. What is the feedback? Is it wasn't given to them in a realm that they would confuse them or over emotional. Like you weren't like, everybody, let's hug and hold hands, right? You were very like, this is why, this is how, now let's practice. And in their uh, computer world and in their sort of engineer minds, that's the language of love to them, right? Processes, sure. steps, and whys. And you sure. broke that down for every specific activity you did. And that lady said, they never do activities. Well, yeah, but they've never had activities broken down in a way that they didn't have to interpret. You spoke directly to them in their language. You know, what was funny is when I was initially contacted by the organization to speak, they didn't have a topic, not a topic. They didn't know what, just come and speak for our organization. So the being the strategist that I am, the high performance coach, I'm listening. I'm saying, tell me a little bit about the entity. Tell me a little bit about who's going to be in the audience. And she says, well, this is the group that's normally there. And I gave her two topics. But after listening a little bit more, I said, I believe this one's going to bring the most value. And if you notice, Misty, when I started the whole workshop, I started with building rapport. 
and I gave them all my credentials and what I've done and my experiences. And, you know, although, you know, I talk about being interested and not interesting, but when you're in certain settings, people have to know that you know what you know in order to even listen. The ears will close if they have no value or find no value in who you are. So I opened up the door saying, this is who I am. This is what I've done. Okay, now let's stop talking about me and let's get to you. And I went directly in and says, how many of you in this room are in sales? Right? Yes. And I want to add like the the earn the right in the sense of, well, how am I going to trade an hour of my time to you? How are you going to benefit me? And that first part is, do you know what you're talking about? That's right. And then once you've established that, you put it right back on them. That's right. And, you know, I think that's the bet. That's the beauty of what we do is being able to recognize. That's why Stephen Covey, he says, you know, seek first to understand, then to be understood. And that was my purpose. Even though I didn't know the profile of each and every person sitting in that room, I knew an overall, which is why I confirmed because I, again, didn't know. And I says, how many of you in sales? The hands went high and having many, many years in the sales industry, I was able to just take that. And you know, I'm quick on my feet, right? I'm able to take the content that I'd already put together and go, boom. Okay. This is where we're going. It was so much fun. I had a blast, but here's where I think the third part come in is compassionate, being compassionate about what they do. Misty, and I'm going to challenge you and ask the question, sales. Mm, You know, that is one of those topics that people really, sales professionals, The field of sales gets a nasty little reputation. People think it's an ugly place. People hate to do it. But here's the truth. If there were no sales, we have no economy. We have no business landscape. We have no anything because sales are everything. So I wanted them to know, hey, I've been in sales. I've trained in sales. I've I've built, built programs in sales. So now let me show you how these little tips, tools, and tactics can help you better perform and close more deals. And I think that compassionate part also comes in and when talking to them on their voices is when they were practicing having that grace, you're not going to get it right. And even on stage, when you had people come up and oddly people did come up and they were talking and it, they were wrong, compassionately reinteracting because you could easily as a speaker not corrected someone. But I want to correct them. They, they're brave enough to come up here, but compassionately have them like, no, read it again. You did it this way, but try it that way and have them successfully do it right. That's a, that does take commitment and connection to the people. But I think it comes from compassion of, I want you to win. And if I don't set this up for you to win, why am I even here? Right. I agree. And you know, there's another C I want to add. It's a courage to do that because like you said, the average person will just say, okay, great job and walk them off the stage. But here's the truth. My mission is to empower everyone in that classroom, everyone in that, that venue. And like you said, close to 300 people. If I let her walk off the stage and she didn't do it quite right, the other people are going to go, hmm, right? But I let the audience engage. It created no embarrassment for her. And then she goes, oh, wow. Okay. Let me shift. So I tried to take the compassion, but the courage to recognize, let's help everyone grow at the same time. So it was a tremendous experience. Well, it was amazingly fun. And I took a lot in the sense of credit card swipers, sales, 
one of the biggest, uh, it was one of the biggest conferences on the West Coast for that realm, but really having it in that if you are committed, connected, compassionate, and courageous, your voice can impact and empower anyone. Yes. Yes, absolutely. And I'll say this. I don't know if they like the title credit card swipers. <laughs> you know, the conference was the Western States Acquires Association. So the electronic transfer industry, ACH, those type of things. So their target audience is people like us, Misty. They're knocking on our door saying, hey, can we do business with you? Can you use our systems to help close your deal so we can make money. So it was so <laughs> much fun. But I, I know that I said that to someone and they go, uh, mm, uh, it's more than that. It's more than that. So excellent job. So round up, just real round up, thinking about your voice. It matters. And recognizing who you're speaking to, using your pitch, meaning how your voice is, your, pa your pace, how fast, how slow, your pause for impact for reflection. And there's a couple others, but those are some of the ones that really we had a great time looking at and talking about. And so think about that leaders, as you build your business, who you're speaking to, when you're speaking to them and how you're speaking to them. And better yet, how do you want to impact, influence and change the world? You can do it with your voice. And as we say, every single week, there is something out there waiting for you. Now go get it. Thank you for listening to the Made to Inspire podcast. We hope you've enjoyed this episode and have picked up some tips, tools, and tactics that will help you move into action. Make sure you follow us on social media. We are made the number two, the letter N, Spire U. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, YouTube. We're out there. But best of all, we ask that you leave us a review. Let us know what you thought. Let us know how you're going to use the information that we're sharing week after week to help you take your inspiration into action. We appreciate you and we look forward to seeing you on our next episode.